How's it going, Gimpy? <laughs> well, I'm crunchy, cr- crunching, <laughs> crunching. You're crun- crunching with your crutches. I'm crunching with my. I probably am crunching something. <laughs> uh, I'm crutching around my house. You know, doing my best. <laughs> Dan's Dan's not chasing you around with the new paddle. <laughs> No, yeah, like we haven't had a, much of an opportunity to test that. <laughs> yeah, both good and bad, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it, it doesn't seem fair that you're you're incapacitated, so that's uh, that's not a good time <laughs> to play necessarily. No, <laughs> <laughs> injure yourself more while you're already injured. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. But hopefully, hopefully, be better soon. Dahlia. And I'm Rex, and welcome to Sips and Smacks, episode 14. Woohoo! We are along. Yeah, we are going to be talking about um, kind of a heavier subject today. Yeah. That we've but danced around a little bit. <laughs> for sure. First, we'll talk about our Sips and Smacks just yeah, to, you know. Good point. <laughs> Before let's do we, the fun stuff first. Let's do the fun <laughs> stuff first. And, the, and our, our Sips are especially fun today because... Our Patreon supporters voted to decide what we're drinking. Yes, and I'm disappointed in them all. I just want them all to know that. <laughs> oh, no, not the D word. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> because they didn't pick your IPA. They didn't oh. pick the IPA. I know. So I guess I'll go first since I'm complaining. Yeah, um, do it. As usual. <laughs> <laughs> Rex's complaint um, corner. <laughs> So I picked a drink that I wouldn't require ice for uh, because I have a very small freezer and I actually don't have ice. So I picked a Rosé Ginseco. I, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's um, or maybe it's just Rose Ginseco. I don't I don't know. Anyway, it is gin, strawberry lemonade and Prosecco. And I kind of thought it would be like a French 75. Um, it's not quite as tart as that, but it's still good. It's still tasty. It sounds good. Yeah. It sounds very tasty. I would definitely do that. I pay, All my drink, drinks that I picked were simple because I was like, I only want to deal with mixing two ingredients. Um, <laughs> even though last week I had a complicated beverage, but whatever. I was I about to, to be, say. <laughs> I have to be in the mood. So for this, I... Um, uh, a dark and stormy was chosen. I love a dark and stormy. It's basically just rum and ginger beer or ginger ale. Um, so I have a little kind of fancy Virgil's zero calorie ginger ale that I'm using. Naturally bold, apparently, according to their Ooh. label. <laughs> and I threw a little <laughs> um, actually spiced rum in there. So it's got a little oh. kick to it. Well, that sounds pretty good. It is good. It's very tasty. Um, I don't know why I think of this as kind of a rainy day drink. It's not rainy here, but. <laughs> it th- okay, it thunderstormed last night. It threw both Dan and I for a loop because it is February. <laughs> wow. I know. It was very strange. So one of my favorite memories, so this, maybe this is the segue from the sips to the smacks, um, is uh, being at the party at the house where you are. Mm. Not, not your mm-hmm. house, but the party house. Um, and there was a thunderstorm and we were having a party. So we were playing and someone was tossing me, to- tossing, is that right? Using a toss on me? Yes. It sounds like they were tossing me in the air. They were not. Yeah, it does. 
they were bending me over a chair and taking a toss to me um, during the thunderstorm. And it was kind of like vibey and cool. I, I actually, I really liked it. That's one of my favorite memories. That was a wicked storm. That was a really bad one. That was crazy. Yeah, I have some video of it because it was just so wild. And it was just fun to be inside and cozy and doing our thing and just the elements raging outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a good memory. I like that. Yeah. Um, so is that our smack? <laughs> I guess I guess the toss could be our smack. I, yeah. We, we, we don't own a toss. I don't know if... I don't think you do Neither either. Do we. Yeah, I like it though. Um it's i believe scottish in origin a toss um I have this, no this idea. makes me feel like i need to, i need to be like this is real good research we did here on the smack like, <laughs> yeah didn't, seriously <laughs> didn't even didn't even look it up um but it's it's a leather implement that is similar to okay look i looked it up a thong with a slit end formerly used in schools for punishing children. Of course, they have to take it to the bad place. Of course. Um, But yeah, I guess um, it does have a bit of like a school, schoolhouse vibe. And it is Scottish. Hmm. So um, I was correct on that. Pronounced Taws, according to this. I think I'm making the S too soft. Oh, see, I thought it was Toss too. Yeah. Hmm. I've heard it pronounced Taws both, I think. So I was tossed. Well, ta- no, I no. was tossed during a thunderstorm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like it. It goes with my my team leather. You know, I like a belt, a strap, yes. a toss. Um, you know, when I say like, you know, what I'm saying it's uh... a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's painful, but not like I'm not a I'm not a wood sting person. Like I really hate that. So for me, this yeah, is... that one's wood is hard yeah I, I know sam said she was in her her wood phase Oof. her wood season or something yeah and i when she said that i she gave me chills i felt bad for her <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> yeah wood wood can get me squirming really fast whereas something like this a taz i could can take for a while yeah i mean i can't but i mean <laughs> you're like yeah but no but no but i can't but the, the idea is nice yeah 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 the, the the sting is better more bearable whatever um and just a different headspace you know the, the uh, mm-hmm. a leather implement versus wood um yeah so there you go that's our um impromptu smack of the day <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh correction corner did we have anything that we wanted to correct from previous episodes no i know i don't think so either um yeah i don't think so which is good hey we did we go a week without making a mistake (laughs) (laughs) um probably probably uh, not Uh, my friend who suggested the chia drink <laughs> wanted me to correct that it is not chia drink; it is tea- chia drank. Um, oh, <laughs> just that's what he calls it. Okay. Um. <laughs> um. So I said it wrong, apparently. Um. But is it a drink that he made up? No, it's from something else. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> it's from something he. Well, he perfected it. Okay. All right, because I was like, then you know, if it's just one person, yeah, saying it is what it is, whatever, all good. Your friend will hopefully appreciate the correction. Well, he wanted me to um, 
he had a whole list of things of of things that I needed to do to correct this. So oh. um, this was not enough, apparently. But Ooh, okay, <laughs> one of those one of those real good friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that tries to get you in trouble. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Got plenty of those. <laughs> All right. Okay. So that's our sips. That's our snacks. Now on to our serious topic that we're sort of uh, we've in our notes calling it the elephant in the room. Um, mm-hmm. And it's something that we've talked about a few times, which is just that um, that thing we do is, uh, you know, based on or the, the, the fantasies that we enjoy are based on some things that in real life are not great uh like um domestic abuse or child Mm -hmm. abuse um and it's interesting because i i knew we were gonna talk about this so i actually i had a session with my kink friendly therapist today and uh i brought this up because I kind of wanted to hear what, you know, her take on it was because she always has really great stuff to say. Um, And she said, I mean, it wasn't like this was a surprise to me, but I sort of I did like um, how she put it, which, you know, we were talking about the fact that obviously part of what we love in a domestic discipline relationship or kind of in our thing in general is a power exchange. Right. And you have also maybe a little bit of um that fantasy of non-consent and Mm -hmm. so we put when when you use the patriarchy or you use potentially age play you're using something from our society um where one person has more power and Mm -hmm. where one person maybe does not have consent and it's society's fault that that exists, right? It's a terrible thing that that exists, right. but we do live in society. And those are the things that are, are in our brains, right? That we mm-hmm. use. I mean, as she was saying, like when you dream, you use things from the real world as well, right? To work things out. Um, and so it's completely natural and appropriate that you would use those things, you know, as kind of a stand in symbol for um a power exchange or for non-consent yeah i i think that makes sense and you know we always go back to jillian's um youtube videos a lot and i know that we've specifically talked about this one before too um but that there are no bad fantasies but there are bad behaviors and i think that that I mean, obviously that applies to exactly what we are talking about today because we might have these fantasies of like a a power control or even non-consent, but it's a fantasy. It's the behaviors that people have when they go outside of consent and they go and, you know, they abuse these power dynamics. That's the bad behavior. Right. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's really hard. And even if you... I, okay, I don't want to say it the way that I was first thinking it because I could come Um it's, Im- it's impossible to remove ourselves from this situation where there is there are people being abused in relationships like this. And obviously the one that comes to mind right away is Christian domestic discipline or CDD. Mm-hmm. Um where 
there are people who engage in a relationship that maybe on the surface level looks like ours. That's right. And but but yeah. what could be classified as abuse if indeed yep. um one partner is not consenting. I mean, I you know, again, I I don't know anyone who has ever been in a CDD relationship and I suppose um some wives in that situation might argue that they are consenting. Um mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't want to like, I guess, blanket say that it's abuse because I, yes, you absolutely I could have, you could have an enlightened, you know, again, couple who is practicing it the way we do. Like, I don't want to hold us up like we're some like gold standard and no one else can, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. achieve yeah. that, right? <laughs> or like or that you can't achieve it if you like, you know, are into Jesus. Like, I, I think that certainly is possible, but, you know, uh, just I, I, right away, I would say any situation where there's no ability to safe word makes me concerned. You know, and I wonder if we would call that Christian domestic discipline or if we would say they're in a domestic discipline relationship and they also happen to be Christian. Right. Um, because I wonder if like, because CDD in itself I feel like, and again, I could be wrong. I've never been in a CDD relationship. This is just what I have learned from my own research on the subject. It feels like to me that CDD wants to be domestic discipline, but like couched in this flavor of God. (laughs) Um, Right. That it's like like God gives it legitimacy. Right. Exactly. God says the man should be in charge of the household. And there is that too, where it's like, uh, you don't see a lot of CDD where <laughs> the couple is two men or two women, right? So, I mean, already exactly, we're, yeah. we're kind of dealing with a very patriarchal situation there. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that that is concerning for sure. Um, right. And we definitely like to differentiate ourselves from that. But, you know, that being said, it's I, I think that we never can completely untangle ourselves from that because like you said, our yeah. relationships can mirror, can mirror that in a way can look like that. And like, no, yeah. You're like, no, they do. Um, I know <laughs> like, okay. So here's the thing. I found this um, chart. Okay. That has on one side, it has the signs of abuse and on, on the other side, it just says domestic discipline. It doesn't say Christian domestic discipline, but that's what the article was talking about. Okay. So they kind of construed the language a little bit saying like, instead of saying Christian domestic discipline throughout, they said domestic discipline, which I don't know if I like that, but you know, that's what this article was. Okay. And I got to stick with it. I'll put the link in the description if people really want to read it. But so on one side, again, it has signs of abuse. So like, um, signs of abuse, the first sign, may use physical violence as a control tactic. And then the corresponding one on the domestic discipline size, side says, uses spanking to maintain order and control. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> so then the signs of abuse on the other side say, isolates partner from family and friends. On domestic abuse side, it says, sets rules about wife's interactions with others. Now, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't have any rules about that. Um, and that is a sign of abuse, like isolating people. Yeah, for, <laughs> for sure. sure. Yeah, it a little bit yeah. sounds like they're trying to, yeah. Um, I mean, they're trying to make themselves not sound like abusers, but like already there are red flags yeah. even in the <laughs> the domestic discipline yes. side, you know. 
And yeah, again, I would I know. Yeah. And, you know, for us, it's like, we have, yeah, we have rules. Um, we don't have rules around like, I mean, I was going to say, I don't have rules around my social life, although we do have, uh, we have rules around playing with others, I guess you could say, but that's very different. Yeah. That's like, now you're moving into like polyamory negotiation, not, you know, yeah, not, yeah. not can I go out with my girlfriends on a Tuesday night? Um, right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that already the, the good side of that chart <laughs> doesn't sound that great. I, I know, <laughs> I know. Um, or, okay, so the, another sign of abuse is displaying a power imbalance in the relationship. Okay. And on the domestic discipline side, it says provides all the power to the head of household. Hmm. So, again, I am conflicted about that because I'm not, I'm not providing all the power to a head of household. Dan is not the head of household. I'm sorry, Dan, but. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> Um, but I don't think he had any illusion of that. But um, again, the power, the playful, the play side of this is the power imbalance. Right. Yeah. Right. It, exactly. On this. Yeah. And on the surface level, it could look like I get it. It could look like abuse. I totally understand that. Right. And it is like we were saying, it's based in especially for us because we are in male female relationships yep. where the male is the top and the female is the bottom right so yep yep um it's a little easier maybe to dismiss <laughs> some of it if you're yeah. in a same-sex relationship or if it's a female top male bottom but um you know ours kind of does resemble that like you know patriarchy, patriarchy. Yeah. yeah but you know i mean in my mind like look my partner i we joke like he he'll say things like feminism is for all women except you but which, <laughs> yeah right but he doesn't believe that exactly yeah. <laughs> like that is we're talking about like within our dynamic which is yes very you know I, I mean I don't want to say like it's always playful because as we've talked about like you know punishments can feel serious but mm -hmm. it again it is all built on this underlying trust and equality um, and decisions about how we want to do that. It's not like I've entered into this thing, he's the head of the household, and now I have zero say about how anything goes, you know? Right. Um, and, you know, I think being a Spanko, being a disciplined fetishist, like, you know, you do have to deal with a little bit of this like cognitive dissonance, you know, it's just something. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's helpful to acknowledge it. You know, it's like, we can acknowledge yeah. that, that these power imbalances exist in the world and they're not right. Um, but we can also, you know, pervert it <laughs> to, to use for our, our own purposes, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. We've talked about, I mean, I've talked about before doing like, you know, housewife training as a fun role play, you know, sexy role play mm -hmm, and yeah. um you know again do I want to actually be a 1950s housewife no I don't <laughs> you know? absolutely not <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> um you know I have a career and a life and you know all kinds of things that uh would not have flown in the 1950s but mm -hmm. is that fun and sexy to play as a power dynamic absolutely you know yeah um mm -hmm. 
and again, I, I'm I'm with Jillian on the no bad fantasies. I feel like it's between two consenting adults, and you know, no no one's getting hurt. We're not we're not uh, pro- right. promoting that to the rest of the world. Um, so I think you know it's okay, but it's 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 it can be uncomfortable. And I think too, yeah. when you start, then when you start getting into issues of like age play and stuff, same thing, right? You know, it's like, mm-hmm. um, but I think that again, there it's like, to me, it's helpful to make that distinction of like, these are not things I would ever want to happen to an actual child or an actual non-consenting woman. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't want that in the real world, you know? Um, yep. But I can put myself in that position and role play it and enjoy the power exchange of it. So, yeah, but, but it's hard. And, and we've said before that it also makes it hard to um, describe to other people who, who don't mm-hmm. do this um, because it can sound, you know, a little yeah off putting and we're not yeah. even getting um, into things like race play and stuff like that, which is a yeah. whole other, you know, um yep (laughs) can of worms you know but it exists and people do it um consensually so yeah um I'm gonna just do a couple more of these because you'll find them interesting so the next two signs of abuse are um makes threats of physical violence to maintain control and believes the abuse is justified or that the victim caused it. So those are the two on the side of the abuse. Okay. So on the two on d- the domestic discipline side is threatened spanking if rules are not followed and believes spanking is appropriate for mistakes or rule breaking. Like, I hate to admit it, but like, yeah, yep, no, that on the domestic discipline yeah. side. Is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. They got that one right. I mean, again, like I said, I don't, um, I don't want to like paint, you know, any CDD people with one brush because I really, I've not been in that community and I don't know it. And I'm sure that there, I'm sure that there are healthy relationships, you know, that have found a way. I don't know because I legitimately tried to, before our episode, I actually looked to try and see if I could find like CDD blogs or forums or where, you know, where people were kind of like discussing things candidly. And I, they're all private. Right. Like, I can't find any of them online. The only thing I can find about, like, CDD is either articles that are, like, very pro for it or articles that are very against anti. It. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I can't find any middle ground about it. Yeah. No, it's true. And again, it, it, it may be that somebody who is in that relationship and sort of, like, does, um, I guess, acknowledge what it does for their sex life i don't know maybe they are more private about it maybe or maybe that's like they don't want to admit i i'm just uh, again speculating completely speculating like maybe that's just they don't want to admit that this is part of their sex life i I don't know yeah i mean i i think that's probably valid but you know again um but yeah no i would agree with those those last two that you read you know that that seems yeah that seems pretty appropriate yeah, it's just it's interesting. It aligns with signs of abuse and I like I understand why people see it that way. Like why people would see even our domestic dis- discipline relationship that way. Right. Um 
And then the last one kind of uh, falls into that too, because this is exactly what we're talking about. So sign of abuse denies abuse or violence happened and argues it was not as bad as the victim claims. And then on the domestic discipline side, denies that this lifestyle is abusive and argues it is consensual and biblical. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So there they are. They are bringing up consent at least, you know? Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're bringing it up, but they're saying that like, we couldn't have consented to it, I suppose. Maybe it's maybe the implication on that one. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but um, but yeah, it does. I mean, I think it does put us just in this uncomfortable space sometimes where we understand that our lifestyle like doesn't, you know, look great to some people no you know? it does not <laughs> it really does not look great <laughs> and I think too yeah. this is also something that um we're probably not gonna have a ton of time to dive into it but like I've also heard people say like well isn't it a form of self-harm like that you I've heard that too yeah that you want to hurt yourself and unfortunately I love the movie secretary but it didn't do us any favors there um, yes, because she like stopped her self harming behavior, you know, to basically, you know, be in a power exchange relationship. Um, and yeah, so I, I, I have heard that too. And I, I really, I don't believe it. I'm not a person who has ever self -har self harmed. Um, mm -hmm. and that's not my MO and I don't at all feel like what this is like to me, that feels that feels very negative. Like you're, it's like you are feeling negative feelings about yourself. So you, I don't know, do this thing to. But, but do you ever like ask to be spanked because you're yeah, feeling bad about something? I guess. I mean, yeah, no, that's true. That is true. That is true. And, I, and this is us coming from like a bottom perspective. Like think of a top perspective. How do how does a top, <laughs> um, you know, come to terms with like oh, I want to hit this person? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say it like that, but no. like that is legitimately what's happening. A hundred percent. And I, I mean, this is a next time we have a, a top on the show. We have not had yes. a top on the show, but we will. Uh, no, we had, we had Dan. Dan on. We had Dan, but we just asked him about his favorite <laughs> implements. Um, <laughs> Dan, get back here. Uh, no, for sure. And I, and I and I certainly have. Talk to enough people or seen people talking on Jillian's website to know that mm -hmm. that is something that people with top tendencies, you know, struggled yeah. with internally of like, isn't, doesn't this make me a bad, abusive person that I want to hurt someone? Um, yep. You know, even if it is consensual. So, um, you know, it's, they're, they're, they're difficult things to suss out. And yeah, you're right. I mean, I didn't, you know, um, on, on the self harm thing, it's like, I, I still don't think that they are directly correlated, but I see what you're saying that like it can, you can go from having a negative feeling to feeling, yeah. you know, to feeling good because there has been this um, experience of pain. Right. Yep. Um, so uh, yeah, it's really complicated. It is complicated. And I mean, I, our <laughs> thing just, it, it lies right on the edge of a lot of very, um, mm -hmm you know, uh, controversial, controversial, you know, practices, I guess. Um, yeah. and, 
you you do really have to you know i mean we justify it to ourselves by a consent and b it's all fantasy right we're not mm-hmm. actually you know as we said we're not actually living in a full on you know uh non consensual power exchange right um, right. Even if that is a quote unquote fantasy, like that, <laughs> I'm not going to deny that is a fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Would I ever actually want that? No, I, I don't because I, I I want to have the ability to say no, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, I think both of us obviously write fic and I, that's one way that we can explore that. Um, mm-hmm because that, then we can absolutely be in our fantasy, right? If there's no, you know, there is no reality. There's no, well, you, you, mm-hmm. you, you, the stuff you write is a little more DD where you actually do talk about safe words and things, but, um, yeah. but I write a lot more like non-con where, you know, it's the, yep. you know, the power imbalance is there. So, you know, that, yep. that's, that's certainly one way to explore it. But yeah, I think, I think when we do role plays and enact fantasies and things like that, it's like, it can never be 100%. Like, you know, it's not, I always wish we could have like the Star Trek holodeck, right? <laughs> where like, yes, yeah, right? where you could actually like fully have the experience, but even then you could come back out, you know, into the real world, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think neither of us really yeah. would want that 24 seven, obviously, but um, the closer that you can get in the headspace to really feeling it, the better it is. Um, and that's where you kind of do have to like let go and let yourself be okay with being in that, mm-hmm. um, that uncomfortable place where you're kind of doing something that you don't believe in, in the real world. <laughs> it's, it's a little fucked up everybody. What can we say? It, it is. And like, and like we've said before, like we can't control a bodily response. And one of the things that I know that I've mentioned before on here and, and, we've both talked about it actually was um, a good example of this is 50 shades. So that is a book that is obviously a fantasy. um, And I read it and I can't deny a bodily response that I had to certain like scenes in that. However much I hate the book um, just for, you know, it's so hard because (laughs) I could, I could go off on this for a long time, but Like, I don't dislike the book because it was written and published um, and that it promotes a fantasy. That's not why I dislike it. The reason I dislike Fifty Shades is the way that it was promoted and marketed as, like, this super sexy book. Like, this is what all women want and it's clearly an abusive relationship. Like, if we're going to be looking at the abuse signs of abuse from that chart from earlier i mean like christian and anna that that, like hits all of those marks right yeah yeah and and it like not only is the book promoted and marketed as like something that like women want that kind of relationship but it it was promoted by the author like there is serious questions of consent in that book um and the author doesn't acknowledge that like that's what makes like that kind of thing difficult for me to grasp in my head because again when I'm reading that book I I have 
certain responses sure. to that. Yeah, exactly. Because it, <laughs> it, it hits certain buttons and things that we yep. that we like, of course. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. So, I mean, I think it, it is, I mean, I, I do feel a responsibility and like, you know, even with this podcast, you know, to, um, to really talk about things like consent and communication with your partner and all of that, because that's what allows all of this fantasy to happen safely. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think too, you know, certainly like in the case of Jillian also speaking out against these things in the real world that we are very anti, right. Um, Yep. We don't, as, as I often say, stop doing this shit in the real world so that I can enjoy it in my fantasy. Without, Seri- seriously. You know, I, I feel like it just, it it does put a little responsibility, I feel like, on people who practice it to, to at least, again, like we said, acknowledge it, acknowledge that it comes from this problematic place um, mm-hmm. and really clarify that, you know, again, it is it is being done consensually and and there still may be people who it's like we were saying before who just who might not ever be able to wrap their heads around it or you know say that like it must be self-harm or it must be um you know deviant behavior basically right I mean this kind of thing did used to be classified that way even you know by by psychologists yeah um but I think we've evolved to the point where we understand that you know different people are wired differently and again it's okay as long as you're doing it safely and sanely yeah and I think another good point to throw out here is that um, just because you remove the Christian part of domestic discipline doesn't automatically make the domestic discipline relationship safe yeah or sane or consensual in any way like abuse still happens in domestic discipline relationships um that that aren't cdd relationships right it's like we um, said it's not it's not yeah. the jesus part that's the that's yeah. concerning like <laughs> yeah. believe whatever right. you want um yeah it's it's more like you know when you're you know saying that basically like some higher power is has given you know the head of household the mm-hmm. power to do all you know all of this non-consensually um that's yeah that's part that's, yeah that's problematic or again like you were saying in, in the case of uh non-cdd abuse you know um yeah i think people can and this is a legitimate thing too like people can use the guise of actual domestic discipline they can use that and try and couch their actual abuse in that say like well this is just our kink (laughs) and it might not be like they might be using that to manipulate somebody else like i again i get why this is very controversial and hard for people to understand right I, I really do yeah no for sure it's it's not you know it's not just blanket like you know something whatever like easy to mm-hmm. you know as we said we've said many times too like it's like when you say you're into spanking like people you know are assuming like smacks on the oh, ass like, during sex smack. yeah exactly yeah. And when you explain <laughs> yeah. what it actually is that's where the, it, you start getting you know some uh yeah. <laughs> dropped jaws like, no, I actually and want you to hit me yeah <laughs> yes exactly to punish me for things i have done wrong um so you know yeah it's it's uh i think but again i, I think the more that we acknowledge it and talk about it the the better i mean the, it's it's putting it out into the into the light, you know? Yeah. And I know that we talk a lot about too, like, well, you need to communicate with your partner about what you want. And yes, that is true. But 
the problem I think is going to come along that the communication with your partner isn't necessarily going to solve the problem of feeling this way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you will have somebody to commiserate with, <laughs> right. <sure>. but <laughs> it, it's not going to change the behavior of society. Right. Either way, either the behavior, the bad behavior of society that is, you know, creating the things that you're basing your fantasies on or the behavior of society of looking at your thing as uh, being a part of that Mm -hmm. bad behavior. So you've kind of got those dual things going on. Right. And yeah, sometimes it does feel like only in our bubble can we really understand each other, you know? Um, And yeah. that that can be hard. It, it really can be. Um, and yeah. I know you and I have, you know, have both struggled with these things and, you know, is, is this anti-feminist? Is it, you know, like all of these yeah. things come into your mind. It's, you know, we're, and again, we are, we are thinking people, we are people that like to, you know, dig deep and explore things and talk about things. So, um, so it comes up and the, and the uncomfortable feelings come up. Yeah. And it's just, I think a continuing conversation, like there's, unfortunately there's no like perfect answer to this. It is, it is a cognitive dissonance in a way and something that you just have to grow more comfortable with and keep talking about and keep just trying to understand yourself, I guess. Yeah, and I mean that it it does help to find community too because it does. You know, at least you realize you're not alone. Um, For sure. And back on the kink therapist thing too, like the, <laughs> the kink friendly therapist, um, mm-hmm. that's really helpful as well. Like she was saying too um, when we were talking, you know, we were talking today about like, um, you know, enjoying. Uh, power dynamics and you know she was like that's not necessarily like just a kink thing right I mean that's like um that happens in the vanilla world too right and also she was explaining that like that's the way that we grow and learn like think about when you were a kid like playing house Mm -hmm. and um you know we we do explore a lot of power dynamics as kids we test limits you know and in a way doing a thing that involves play, it makes sense that that still comes up, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and so, yeah, she kind of helped to normalize it a little bit. Um, so again, it, it it really does help to sometimes to talk to someone and someone that even might have like a broader perspective of it all um, to make you feel a little better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I'd love to hear from a top who has to deal with the fact like I want to hit people. <laughs> I, I don't want to like I don't want to put it like that, but like legitimately, yeah. that is like what's happening. Like just like I would say, I I want to be hit. Yeah, <laughs> no, for I sure. I want to be slapped around a little. It's all good. <laughs> I know. I mean, when you break it down, like that's that yeah. is absolutely true. Um, I know. And and there's and that's the thing is that there's so much that goes into it because it's, you know, it's part part of it is physical, right? We're we're wired mm-hmm. somehow to uh be aroused by pain on the buttocks. <laughs> I, yeah. Um and part of it is mental, is the discipline dynamic and and the power exchange and the the headspacey stuff. So 
Um, so there's a a couple of things that, that go into it. Yep. It's, It's very complex. It is. Yep. Well, I don't know if we actually. I don't think we resolved anything. <laughs> but no, nor were we attending to. I think we just wanted to really acknowledge, yeah. as we said, the elephant in the room. Like, you know, yeah. we're we're acknowledging that this uh, there's some. I don't want to say problematic aspects to what we do. I feel good about what we do, but um, just yeah, acknowledging mm-hmm. where these where the fantasies come from and. Um, how we have to kind of do that mental gymnastics to make it okay for ourselves. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There you Which go. Which really brings us to a close. It does. <laughs> That's the end. And my drink is gone. Oh, wow. So okay. good timing. Was it good? Well, it was, it was good. Yeah. Um, a little sweet, a little sweet for, for my taste, but it was good. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Well, we'll, we'll do um, another, we will do another poll. Um, yep, we do um we do our polls on the first of the month. So yes, and I'll try to put in some more uh, complex drinks for next time. Yeah, if anyone has suggestions for drinks, just tell me because I don't. I don't <laughs> we know. had one suggestion, but it was like so complicated. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Well, that was too complicated. I, I started <laughs> reading it. Was like, like... Mm, no, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> if it's gonna be something that has to like soak for twenty four hours or something, like no, it, that's. Uh... I don't know. No, I can't do that. I mean, I guess one day we should, one day we should just like do jello shots or something just because it's funny. Then I have to make jello shots. <laughs> okay, how much just shots? Okay. That'll be like our very special like uh, drunk episode. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe when we reach like a hundred or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to do it for a, a celebratory reason. Yes. Okay, well, anyway, we're to the end. To the end. Um, so uh, I just want, actually want to thank everybody because we had 1,500 downloads, and that's pretty cool. That's very cool. Yeah. So we had 1,500 downloads, and we have an Instagram, Sips and Smacks. It's also in our episode description notes, whatever they're called. I don't know. I had a whole drink. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an email. And, you can email yeah, us. An, yes, sipsandsmacks at gmail.com. Uh, and we have a Patreon if you want to vote on the drink that we are going to have next, or either of us are going to have next month, and that is also Sips and Smacks, and you can find that in the episode notes. Um, Patreon. We have Patreon. That's what I just said. Oh, you did? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm down I to the bottom of my drink as well. Never mind then. <laughs> we have a Discord <laughs> server that if you're in, if you're a Patreon supporter, you can be in. How about that? Okay, Did that perfect. add something? Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, until next time, everyone, behave yourselves. And we'll try to. <laughs> yeah.